Welcome to the SBCA podcast, Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Well, welcome everyone. Today we have two excellent guests on the podcast. I have to admit, I'm pretty excited about this. We have Dean Reyna, who is owner and president of TrustFab in Glendale, Arizona. And we have Michael Miller, who is the manager of their wall panel division. Now, I've worked with both of these guys. Uh, we worked together on an article that we published in the November 2020 issue of SBC Magazine. Now, that article, it centered on the Rendezvous Luxury Apartment Project in Tucson, Arizona, that they recently completed. And it highlighted how far Dean and Michael have come since they launched their wall panel line, you know, just a few years ago. Now, today, it also shows how they collaborate with their framing contractors to deliver a superior product. Dean and Michael, thanks so much. Welcome to the podcast. Well, let's get right into it. Now, in the Arizona market, uh, the framing contractor is your primary customer. Uh, I'm curious, in your experience, what's the difference between a framing contractor who likes to work with wall panels and <laughs> one who doesn't? Thank you for having us. Um, it's hard to put value on how much labor savings there is in wall panels where, say, a crew gets... Uh, let's just throw some rough numbers out there. Four dollars a foot to frame this house. Uh, most of the labor in this town is piece labor. And then if uh, we supply wall panels, then you know a lot of the labor is already done in the panels. Then the frame they may say, "Hey, we're going to pay you two dollars a foot to do this house." Well, the labor out there doesn't care. They're like, "Nope, we want four dollars." So trying to get panels to work um, and 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 see what that savings is with the framing contractor um, has been difficult. So we have customers that really like it and we have customers that really don't care. So the walls can play down pretty pretty easy, but once you start getting to the loose lumber packages, and I'll let kind of Michael explain here what some of our struggles are with that, is when you know we sell to say a builder and they have a labor only framer out there, well, they, they really don't, care about the lumber because they didn't buy it so they will misuse it and you know you give one crew the same package to another crew and one crew needs more loose lumber the other one you know has left over so controlling that um, has been kind of a struggle I, I think we're doing really well on the walls but getting that loose lumber part figured out when we don't control the labor has been kind of a struggle right Michael I mean especially when we don't control the labor part yeah, correct. The biggest thing about working with a framing contractor who wants to work with us is the old saying, you get out what you put in. Uh, it's all about the effort. And what we find is the uh, framing contractors who like to get in early and work with us seem to get out the best product that they can at the time the houses get assembled. Rather than running into a clash or an error on the slab, um, not five minutes before we started this podcast, I had to... Uh, GC emailed me with uh, an overlay of our wall panels with his product and said, hey, we have a potential clash right here. How can we fix it? You know, it's easy. We can modify that panel before it even gets to the yard. And then it comes out to the field ready to go. So 
I think the pre-collaboration, the effort that they put in is huge um, on the back end when we actually go to production with them. The ones who don't want to do that, they just want to buy a panel, they want to send, uh, they don't want to get involved with it very much, is, is the tough ones that we typically deal with. So it sounds like, you know, in the end, there are definitely plenty of struggles in trying to convince a framer to, to see the value of the wall panel. There are those, as you said, who already get it. But for those who don't already, you got to sell them on it. I, I'm just curious. I mean, given what you guys just talked about, you know, there, there are typically uh, some standard talking points, right? You talk about less waste, you talk about quicker cycle times, you talk about lower uh, labor or skilled labor in the field. When you're talking to a framer, do you focus on just one of those concepts or do you talk about all of them? What's your approach? You know, I think the customers that really have a grasp on their business see the value in it. And like Michael said, the ones that put the effort in the beginning stages, hey, what are you guys supplying? What are you not supplying? Hey, hold this wall back three inches, put this beam up. I don't need this wall. It's too hard to frame. So the ones that see the value in it really see the results. We have a lot of builders and general contractors coming from other markets into the Arizona market and they're used to prefab and offsite. So the ones in Arizona that have been here for a while, that they're kind of just going on and, and doing their thing. But some of the newer customers that are used to wall panels, they're starting to take jobs away from some of the local framing contractors because the builders see the value and they can provide that value. And they work with us to make sure that, you know, we, we have that value. You know, the, the, those days of lifting, you know, heavy, you know, I, I still see it. I see a, a framer walking across the slab with four 20 footers, two by eights on one shoulder. Yeah, you can do well Monday through Wednesday. You know, we're in an Arizona climate, very hot. But by Thursday and Friday, those guys are spent. So trying to educate the labor, and we've been out in the field and talking to the labor. Hey, man, you know, yeah, you want four bucks a foot, but get two bucks a foot or whatever the number is. And do two and a half houses a week, three houses a week, four houses a week, instead of a 15-man crew and do two houses a week and just bending over all day and, you know, work smarter. That's the sell, right? The people that can sell and the manufacturers that can sell the value of offsite slash prefab, you know, that's what business is about, right? Is figure out how to sell that value. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of the framers come to us wanting to buy wall panels for a specific reason, whether it's um, job site constraints, site location, maybe they have a tower crane, maybe they have a tight schedule. So we try and focus on that concept with that framer and see how we can help them get their job done with, you know, the wall panel system. Um, you know, we obviously go through all the all the pros of it with, you know, less waste, quicker cycle times, uh, and things like that. But what's the reason why they wanted wall panels? Uh, there's usually something behind it, and we can usually get that out. And that usually is the benefiting factor of the wall panels for that job. Yeah, and, and, you know, Sean, there's been some of our, our customers, they're like, hey, Dean and Michael, our, we don't have such great skilled labor. So the way we compete in this market is if you can give us prefab, you know, like we said, we, you have one smart guy and three laborers on some of these smaller projects, that's a pretty good crew. So they've found a way to take less skilled labor and bring some of their uh, skilled carpenters they've had for a while 
and make more crews, less skilled crews. So, I mean, you come into this market, you see 15 man crews where 10 guys are amazing, right? Of course, those guys are going to put up a house in a day, but it's 15 guys. So now you can, you know, some of these other companies, they take one smart guy, three laborers. Now they have five panel crews. They're putting up more houses than these three 15 man crews. And whether the, the constraints, um, you know, whether the framer comes to us or we try to sell it to the framer, there's always some kind of a, a constraint that they're trying to work through, whether it be labor, like I said, whether it be site location, things like that. So it, there's definitely benefit to wall panels. It's just finding the right one that fits that job. You know, it's interesting. It, it sort of raises a question in my mind. I mean, you're focused on the needs of the framer. And, you know, when I think about the general contractor, the home builder, they don't really care how those walls are framed. You know, they just want that building framed at or below costs, at or ahead of schedule. I'm curious, you know, Dean, you and I talked about this briefly. Uh, to what extent does TrustFab care about the needs of the framer's customer when you guys are selling just to the framer? Well, we, you know, we have multiple entities on premises here, right? We have we have a lumber company, we have a wall panel company, trust company, crane company. So we sell to basically everybody. But our customer's success is our success. Who, who's your best salesman? Our customer, right? So if they're not getting the job, we're not getting the jobs. So they know that they can come here and we'll get creative, we'll work together, we'll collaborate. Uh, we do class meetings, we do 3D modeling, uh, we help them design. And, and that all comes into, you know, beginning, bringing us in in the beginning of a project. So, you know, once we go to Slab, there are no issues. So the ones that put in the time and the effort in the beginning, well, they're going to show that their customer, general contractor slash builder, that you know they they partnered up with somebody that care, and will save them. You know, there's there's a lot of savings. Yeah, one of the things I've seen is when a general contractor or a builder uh, hires a framer and says, you know, we want wall panels on this job, and the framer says, well, I don't do wall panels. Um, and they, you know, decide that, yeah, you are going to be a framer, but you're going to do wall panels. They reach out to us, uh, the framer does, and, you know, we do early collaboration with them and show them the technology we have and some of the features that we have here at TrustFab that allows us to do what we do. And they sort of start buying into it. You know, previous to that job, they were all stick. So how do we convert these guys to be a panel uh, framer slash assembler? And I think a lot of that happens to do with our early intro meetings with the framer, um, showing them, you know, like I said, our technology, our designs, some of our equipment that we have that will make their job in the end easier and will make their customer happier. All right. So all of this has been really helpful. One last question for you. Uh, one of the aspects of framing that's on everyone's mind at the moment is the cost and availability of materials. I I'm curious, given your experience, it, do wall panels win or lose when the market is volatile like it is right now? And framing material itself is hard to find. And can you explain why? You know, I have a full service lumber yard and we do a lot of stick frame houses. And I think our average delivery to that house is five or six times. Five or six times to deliver lumber to a 2,500 square foot house. Our first house is a framing lumber. Our first delivery is framing lumber. Second delivery is a roof pack. And the third delivery will give them a, a pickup. Well, now we have a fourth delivery because they need 15 more studs. 
and then a fifth delivery because uh, Freddie cut the wrong material. He cut 16s when he should have cut 14. So you're having a lot of misuse of lumber. I mean, we've all seen it. Look at these garbage cans in front of these houses. Go to a job site on a, on a, on a Wednesday night after the crew leaves. Look at the mess out there. Look at the lumber laying around. And, okay, theft. Let's talk about theft. Theft is at an all-time high right now. So we have, you know, we have a crane company. We're getting just crane calls to just go out and put all the lumber on top of the house just so nobody steals it. I mean, if you think about it, theft is a big deal, especially with loose lumber. It's hard to steal wall panels. Yeah, I think wall panels are a win in this volatile market, not just because they manage the wall panel department. Um, I've been on the other side of it. You know, framers do use extra material sometimes where our panel package is a fixed cost. So we price it as a fixed cost, you know, and it goes up or it goes down as a fixed cost. You know, framer frames a house and he needs a hundred more studs. Well, that just added that much onto the house. Did they have that factored in? They bid the house? Not really sure. So I think the wall panels definitely win in a volatile market because you can control the cost of the material a lot better than shipping out loose lumber and like Dean said, whether it was theft, you know, whether it was cut wrong, whether it was misdelivered, whatever the issue is, those are all true costs incurred in a stick frame house where in a panel house, you know, it's a true fixed cost. Excellent. Well, Dean, Michael, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Anytime. Yep, All right. Well, if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also consider subscribing to SPCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. And if you want to hear more from Dean and Michael on the topic of wall panels, make sure to attend their education session at BCMC on October 5th in Omaha, Nebraska. This has been a Component Connection podcast. Brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com. <laughs>